What's up, world? Welcome to the positive truth, uplifting, and positive news that you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at the positive truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. JP, how are you, sir? I, it smells like double inspiration. Oh, <laughs> this fast? <laughs> so we're kind of switching it up. We want to do inspirational stories on Monday, inspirational Mondays to start your week off right. We'll do the topics on the Fridays now. It also just aligns better because Friday's the Christmas episode and Friday's Christmas. And then Positive Truth Person of the Year can be our favorite positive news stories can actually be on the first. So yeah. Look at us getting organized. Organized. <laughs> we also might have to switch it up to Zoom calls in 2021, which will allow us to give more interviews because, you know, pandemic. Facts. But we're going to figure it out. We're going to make it work. So, Tim, inspirational story. What yes, do you got? Sir. All right. I'm going to talk to you guys about a man named Nia Smith. Now, we're going to flash back all the way to June 19th, 2012. So, there was a black Audi A3 cruising slowly down the street, just to give you guys a visual. This is a nice little car. Um, and in this car, there was a group of friends inside. Now, in this group of friends, Nia was in the back seat behind the passenger seat. And everybody kind of noticed there's a bunch of lights going on. A police officer happened to be pulling them over. Now, when this police officer pulled him over, everything was normal. Police officer came through and checked and then went back to the car. And when he went back to the car, he noticed that another car pulled up. And then all the friends in the, the car noticed that there was more police officers getting pulled up or being pulled over or coming, being pulled up to this car. I apologize. So after, while that was going on, Nia had no clue. He's confused. He just rode to his friends from Birmingham or Burkham all the way back. He was just hanging out with his friends. Now, these police officers, they get into the car, they start to search the car after they all get out, and the police officers find exactly what they're looking for. You see, what these police officers found were latex gloves, a rope, and a handgun. Nia Smith had no idea this was back there, because what happened was Nia's friend that he was in the car with that asked him to go, he was actually being tailed by the police for two years. He was doing all kind of robberies and just around the wrong people. Nia wasn't included in this, but he was around in that car at that moment. So when he got pulled over, Everybody in that car got arrested for the gun, for the gloves, and for the burglary, right? He goes to court. Naya's lawyer's telling him, hey, you can get away with this, but you have to blame everything on your friends. And Naya's like, man, I grew up with them. These are my friends. Like, I'm in college right now, but I grew up with them since I was a kid. I can't just put the blame on them. It was my decision to get in the car with them, so I don't know what to do. Now, Naya, when he's in jail, he goes to a kid's jail at first because you don't go to an adult prison until you're 21 in the UK. So he's in this... At 20 years old, he's in a child's prison, and while he's in there, going to trial and going back, he's taking classes, keeping himself entertained. He's terrified while he was in there. He wasn't, he wasn't used to sharing a room with anybody, and now at 20 years old, he had a cellmate. Again, while he's there, taking classes, music classes. This kid was a major in music while he was in college, and now he got taken away from that, so he signed up immediately for math, for science, English, music, engineering, anything he possibly could to keep his mind off of everywhere he was at. Now, going back and forth to court, he finally made the decision, I'm gonna plead guilty. I'm not gonna tell my friends I didn't do anything to them. I may not agree about this part personally, but this is what he did. So he goes to court, pleaded guilty, ended up getting sentenced eight and a half years. It was so sad because the judge was like, you've never been in trouble before. You don't have a record to your name. Why are you doing this? And he told him, I made the decision to get into the car. Eight and a half years. He said it seemed like it was going to be a lifetime, but he knew he was going to take classes. All he knew was he could get out in four and a half years if he did everything right like he was supposed to. 
So at 20 years old, he goes in for six months, he stays focused, does what he needs to do. But after six months, they let him know, you're gonna have to move to an adult prison now. And he was terrified because for those six months while he was taking all these classes, he was actually working on music with other cellmates. He actually made a rap album, an R&B album, and a jazz album together all in one. And he had other cellmates rapping on it, singing on it, doing what they needed to do. And he was trying to finish it before he moved. And his professor in there, Mr. Smart, was like, something was different about Naya. This kid just had it. He wasn't a bad kid at all, very respectful, and he was just a musical genius. So I wanted to help him finish this project before he moved on. He let me know he finished it, but he couldn't burn it onto a CD. So I told him, look, I would never do this for anybody else. But for you, I got you. He went to his office while Naya was getting his stuff together, being put on a van. And as he's walking, he starts walking slow because he still doesn't see Mr. Smart. He's like, where is this album at? Where is the CD? Oh no, he gets onto the van. He realizes that Mr. Smart's not there, so he gets depressed. But then out of nowhere, Mr. Smart sprints out of the, the, the building, hands him this CD, actually hands it to the correctional officer and tells him to give it to him later. Which obviously, at that moment, Nias was like, I knew I was going to prison, but I couldn't have been more happier. That being said, we're gonna fast forward a few months later. This CD has gone around, the talent is there. My man fast forwards three years later, he gets out of jail. When he gets out of jail, he goes to work. Everything he learned while he was in prison, he put it to the streets. He hit up all of his old friends, he found musical artists on SoundCloud, YouTube, and another app, and he would call them and ask, hey, would you be able to use any talent that I have to be able to help your career? And that's exactly what he did at 24 years old. Anybody he could find. And he ended up getting a hold of one young woman who was one of his old best friend's girlfriend. She was a singer. So what he did was he started hooking her up with photo shoots, um, booth sessions, any show possible. And she ended up getting signed to Columbia Records. And the coolest thing about this, whenever she got signed to Columbia Records, she didn't forget about him. She basically got a record deal of her own that she was going to be able to make her own label. And she asked Naya, hey, can you find me artists? Since you know you found me, can you find me artists to sign to my label? That's exactly what he did. He busted his butt, working as hard as he possibly could because now he's out of jail, he's working. He ended up having a daughter. He's no longer working for himself and his own personal goals. He's working to be a better father and to provide for his, his child. The coolest thing about this story that I'm gonna finish up with now, whenever he was young, he was a tennis star. And his mom always told him, make sure you stick to tennis. Make sure you do everything you can to not be in these streets. And for the most part, he was wasn't in trouble, except for that one time he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Now, we're gonna fast forward to the present time. My man is a music executive. He is in the UK, people know him all over. He makes music for famous artists over there. Any local artist he's trying to help. He does this, he made this transition from 20 to 28 years old, all by not giving up, all by staying true to himself. I thought this was super inspirational because I know whenever something bad goes at work to me, I think the whole week is ruined. My man at 20 years old who never got in trouble ended up going to prison and came out even better than he was before he went in and he was already a good kid. It just tells me that it's not about what happens to you, it's how you react to what happens to you is what defines you as a person. And Nia Smith to me is, a, is an awesome so he's human being. new Puffy? Man, he's going to be is what it seems like. It's like, man. So is he actually making music or is he just executive producer? He's executive producing. So I mean, I guess, yeah, yeah, he is making music, but... He's not singing or rapping or anything like that, no. <laughs> but yeah, man, I just wanted to talk about it because there's a lot of people out there that are making music, that are playing sports, that are writing books, that just don't know if they can do it or not. And just dedicate yourself. No matter what you're going through, it could always be worse. And just look at Naya's story right here. I'm going to post this to the Facebook page. It's a super long article. There's a couple of videos to it too. So if you guys want to get inspired some more, I'll definitely be there at the Positive Truth Podcast. Don't give up. 
du sabes. Before we get to my inspirational story, we need to pause and do audio meditation. It's where me and Tim talk about one thing we're grateful for each, because in the stresses of life, we often overlook all the great things going on in our own lives. We encourage everyone listening to think of one thing you're grateful for as well. Guaranteed to make your day so much more positive. Tim, what are you grateful for today? Christmas lights. And the only reason why I'm grateful for Christmas lights is because I have no idea why, but it instantly brings me a sm- brings a smile to my face and it reminds me of my childhood. Like, good moments of my childhood on top of that. Nothing negative, and I have no clue why. I was driving around my block the other day, and I was just looking at, like, oh, I put lights up in my house. I think that's probably the reason why it inspired me to say this. But I was driving around my block, and I was looking at the lights, and I was just like, oh, those colors remind me of my childhood. Or those colors remind me of California. Or those, you know, and I'm just like, man, I've never done this before, but I actually really enjoy this. (laughs) (laughs) You're a complete dad mode now. Dude, it's like I I don't know what's going on. 2020 is turning me into, like, super dad. (laughs) Super Dad Tim. Um, I just had a picture of you. Like, there's a Super Grover, I think, where he has like a cape and this like really tight shirt. <laughs> anyway, stay, stay focused, JP. Stay focused. You got this. I'm grateful for clean water because there's nothing better and nothing we take for granted more than clean water. Touche. Except, I guess, clean air. Clean, clean everything. Shout out to cleanness. Going green. So, my inspirational story is about a lady whose name I'm willing to try my best to pronounce. Nimonte Nequimo. She has been labeled an indigenous leader and environmental hero. So, she is from a tribe in Ecuador. It's one of the last discovered groups or most recently contacted peoples. It was reached in 1958 by U.S. missionaries. Eh. But they've been around for a while. They've been in the rainforest in Ecuador. It's about 5,000 people in this tribe. And it's a, the tribe is called the Warani, and it overlaps with the Usani National Park. And 80% of the Warani live in this area. It's one-tenth of the size of their ancestral lands. So since 1958, they've lost a tenth of their lands. It's terrible. So Nemonte, when she was young... In this tribe, they were like, you're five years old, but you have to be a leader. You're a woman. Here, in their tribe, the women made all the decisions and the men go to war, the men hunt. They had never been like, they had more of a council style of government. She was taught when she was younger by every woman in her life, you have to be a leader. You have to stand for what you believe in. You have to defend property. All that fun stuff. Defend their lands. And as she got older, they switched up their government a little bit in this tribe. And she's the first ever elected leader. First woman, all that. Hex, yeah. That's what I like to hear. And so there was people in her tribe that were leaving and going to work in the city. And they would go in the oil fields. And it's like they lose who they are. They, become, they start drinking. They don't recognize. They lose what we are. So in 2018, Ecuador was like, hey, we're going to build 19, 16 new oil concessions up on your land, your 7 million acres of Amazon rainforest in Ecuador. And she was like, nope, <laughs> not happening. So in 2018, in her early 30s, she wasn't just the leader of the tribe, but she co-founded the Seabull Alliance. It's an indigenous-led nonprofit organization championing indigenous rights and cultures. And she wants the, our rainforest is not for sale. 
digital campaign with this group, which collected like 400,000 signatures around the world. Went into the city, found a plaintiff and a, law for, and a lawyer in a lawsuit with the Ecuadorian government, and basically took Ecuador, the government, to court, and they won. Take that world. Marched in the streets, they did everything. In 2019, not only did the judge rule in the favor of the Warani, but they got land back. Because they're like, hey, you broke the, you broke the law. You weren't supposed to take these this lands from these people. Like, give them their land back. And she's still been pushing since then. The reason I want to talk about this story, a lot of times when bad things happen, people are just like, oh, marching in the street isn't going to change anything. Doing these petitions isn't going to change anything. The government's never going to help. They're always going to win. When you get enough people that are determined enough, positive change happens. Let them know, JP! Oh. So she was a woman, and like people in Ecuador were like, oh, you have a woman tribe leader. This isn't going to be a problem taking lands from you. First ever leader of her tribe ever, not just woman, just ever, started a global organization, nonprofit, and saved the rainforest. Got her Ecuador. land back. Got her land back. That wasn't got even the expected. Tribes land back. So yeah. Kapow. Dude, you know what I got from that story? And this is the super dad in me, I'm not even gonna lie. When earlier you said when she was five years old, she was told you have to be a leader. You are going you have to you have to be a leader. You're a young woman. This is how things work here. You have to be a leader. It makes me like think like, yo, my daughter. Like, I have to tell her like, you have to be a leader. You have to be more than what this world expects from you. Because seeing somebody like that do that in her late age, all because she was told this when she was younger, how she was raised, shows you like, you got to pay attention to these kids. They can go out here and change the world. And save it. Do sabes. Do you have a save the world quote before we get out of here? I do not. But no one saves us but ourselves. No one can. No one can and no one may. We ourselves must walk the path. Quotes by Buddha. <laughs> if you want to support the podcast, make sure to like, share, subscribe, rate, and review. Five-star review helps us out so much. Helps us spread our message of positivity out to the world. We also have a Patreon where if you subscribe, you get a bonus positive news episode every single week. And we take all of our Patreon money and our sponsorship money and we donate it every single month when we do our favorite positive news stories of that month. And whoever the Patreon tells us to donate to, that's exactly where we donate to. We're out. Stay positive.